So, Edward, did you have a productive day? Mrs. Monroe showed me where the salon's going to be. You could have a cosmetics counter. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Great. And then she showed me the back room where she took all of her clothes off. Edward, I can't tell you how thrilled I am. I'm just as pleased as punch. This whole beauty parlor venture is going to teach you volumes. There's nothing like running your own business. I've never done it myself, but from what I gather, it's the greatest satisfaction of working man can have. Can I just say for the record, I think Alan Arkin's character is probably the most underrated character in this entire damn movie, right? An underrated performance of the century. He is oblivious. He plays oblivious perfectly. He's like whistling while he's doing stuff. While there's a massive fight between his daughter and, and, and her boyfriend in the yard putting up his stapling his decorations to his roof can't be bothered edward runs off edward where are you going like mm. amazing performance completely underrated they say ignorance is bliss and he's just he has no clue what's going on he's not listening to anyone <laughs> he's not paying attention he's just living minute to minute his picture is is in the definition of that ignorance is bliss like put alan arkin's character from this movie next to that he is the definition of that so anyway well, welcome back. Happy New Year, Bad Way. Happy New Year to everybody. This is episode 122 of The Last Row Podcast. If you are looking for the show, if you missed us, check our website out, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at The Last Row Pod. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, hit that subscribe button. Please consider leaving us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. We had a nice week off here. Do you think yeah. they missed us? No, they miss us. <laughs> you think they missed us? Did you miss no, us, guys? No. Did you? We're, there's too much of us. It's too much. This is the first week we've had off in in what two years, and before two that, years? we used to take a week off like every week. So for like three yeah, years straight. For like so. three years straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three year, three year hiatus. We started 2023 yeah. strong here already, right? Yeah. We're already with a week off. It's almost like we should have renamed the podcast. It's like a different podcast. It's not, <laughs> but it but it is in a way. Oh, the first row podcast, yeah, which row. Well, I don't even know what I would apply. I have a lot of ideas for other names that we probably should have went with, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should at some point. But anyway, we're doing Edward Scissorhands today, December 7th, 1990. Drew, did you see this movie as a young and like, yes. did you see this movie before you were 10? I, I don't remember, but I think so. Probably, I, I probably right? shouldn't have, yeah. but I, I think I did. I used to be scared of this movie. Not not scared as in like I didn't want to watch it, but like certain scenes I would turn away, which probably means I was too young to like understand this movie. Rightfully so. It's a very, yeah. it's a secretly creepy movie. The runtime of one hour and 45 minutes. That's not just creepy. Right. That's just right. Just right. Genre, <laughs> fantasy slash romance. Is it a romance There's movie? not much romance in this to me. It's more pity. Is so it a pity it, film? Yeah, it's a pity film. Um, In the first uh, scene where uh, we get old Winona Ryder uh, telling a story to her granddaughter. It made it seem like a romance movie, right? But it's kind of just like, oh, okay, here's Edward. He's in the town. She was and then just as he's a, just as he's about to get stoned and, and uh, set ablaze, Winona Ryder <laughs> decides she loves him. Did you? For, by the way, I, and I don't know when else to say this. You brought this up, but old Winona Ryder, like, shouldn't they have pulled a Titanic and just got somebody else? 
Like, why did they have to put her in the old lady makeup? She's like yeah. 17 at the it's, time of filming it this. Kind of seems like the extra work for no reason, right? It's like Johnny Knoxville playing like an old man yeah. in a department store. I, like her old lady voice was awful. Yeah, I didn't care that it was her. And it probably was like, there's too much shit on her, right? It probably yeah. took like six hours to put that makeup on. Like for what? For 10 yeah. minutes? Poor girl suffering. IMDb <laughs> 7.9 out of 10. That's right, I think. Oh, by the way, this movie is directed by Tim Burton. Yeah, if you didn't uh, know. If you didn't know. Uh, what did what did Tim Burton do? Yeah, everything. 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 Rotten Tomato, 89%. It's, I that's think right. that's right. I think it's right. It's about right. Maybe it's a little high. We'll get into that later. Maybe a little high. Uh, Metacritic, 74%. That's about right. For Metacritic, sure. Yeah. Uh, Letterboxd, 3.9 out of 5 is just right. I think that's I mean, just right. Like, this uh, is one of the few that I think is pretty spot on yeah. when we go through these. Out of almost 440.9 thousand votes. The people this movie, this movie, I think is 75% good when I would like, I would have rated it higher when I was younger. I agree with that. I think it's having watched it now. Yeah. It's sad as an adult, isn't it? It's like a really depressing movie. But like nothing sad truly happens in it though, but it is kind of like melancholy, but that's like, that's a Tim Burton special. You know, it's kind of what he does. I have some thoughts. We'll get into it. But with these mature eyes, this movie is just less good to me than it used to be. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe good. in the running, maybe in the running for uh, you know the bad nostalgia you for twenty twenty three last row awards. For the twenty twenty three last row awards, which the twenty twenty two last row awards are coming up very soon. Yes, uh, we'll get into that uh, later. A scientist builds an animated human being. Is he an animator, like a drawing? He's person? an animator. He's a He's reanimator. An artist? He's a reanimated human being. He yeah, was never a human, so you can't. He, he didn't rehuman him. <laughs> the Gentile, Gentile. <laughs> no, who's to say? Because he was maybe. created. He was created in a lab. You know, maybe call him whatever he wants. It depends on if you read the Torah or not. Gentile or Jew. Uh, Edward, the scientist, dies before he can finish assembling He's Edward. He's dead, though leaving the young man with a freakish appearance, accentuated by the scissor blades he has instead of hands. <laughs> Is that too harsh? I think freakish? it is. He's not really a freak. Like I mean, he looks normal. I mean, they could be gloves. Is he know? in the freakish? Larry David freak book? I the mean, maybe book? he would be, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. Loving suburban saleswoman Peg discovers Edward and takes him home where he falls for Peg's teen daughter. However, despite his kindness and artistic talent, Edward's hands make him an outcast. Is it just the hands? Freedom. I mean, there's a little bit else... I guess that, yeah. that maybe makes him an outcast. Yeah, not not uh, brought up to the society of the norms, aside from you know dinner etiquette. I and, po- and poetry feel like this was a little bit harsh, and I also feel that I don't know. I mean, that it's a spot on synopsis here, but it's a little harsh on on Ed, poor Edward. Yeah, here, the, it's tinged. It's tinged a shade mean towards Eddie. It is. Know? It is. What about these taglines here? So there's a few. His scars run deep. Oh, cut my life into pieces. Kind of, yeah, kind of like that. This is it? his last resort. It's uh, that. If you want to go emo with it and you want to go Burton with it. <laughs> I mean, it, we'll talk about that in a second. Too, so I got some thoughts. This is probably the most emo of the movies, but uh, the story of an uncommonly gentle man. No. That makes it sound like the notebook, doesn't it? Like, yeah. It doesn't sound like this. No. Innocence is what he knows. Beauty is what she sees. Yeah, if there was more romance, maybe I'm doing the jerk off motion right now. Okay, right, yeah. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Next, 
Edward was here, dot, dot, dot. No. No. <laughs> what is that? I guess he could carve it with his scissor hands. Like, that's a thing. It should. So, I look, I'm pulling these from IMDb. <laughs> so, if that's on a movie poster, is it like the wall and it, like the tagline was it written yeah. in the wall, maybe? Could be. I mean, maybe if it's visualized, but like so far, I like the emo one best. Keep going. This is my favorite one of all of these, by the way. His story will touch you, even though he can't. Damn! You know how we made an emo album for emo tep, like yeah. the thing. I think we yeah. need an Edward Scissorhands themed emo band right God now. Oh, man. I feel like we just, could get <laughs> get a good one here. Just, just gotta feel. Just gotta feel. This one. I'm thinking about the band. You remember Silverstein, where they had that that the cover of their debut album was the robot taking the heart out of his chest, which of is probably like the most emo thing I've ever seen in my life. That's Edward. I owned that, by the way. <laughs> I, re- so, I think I was there when you bought it. I, I bought it and I loved it. I thought it was the greatest picture I'm pretty picture sure ever. I was there when you bought it. I went through a very emo phase there oh, yeah. for everybody listening. Yeah. I think we all we all did a little bit, but all right. How about this one? The director of Batman and Beetlejuice invites you to meet his newest creation, Colin. I'm assuming that that's supposed to be. Oh, I, I had no Edmund's idea that, that Tim Burton created Batman. Yeah. That's, that's news to me. He that's created it, yeah. Bob Kane, yeah. Bill Finger, and Tim Burton. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Who? Who? I know Tim Burton. Uh. And here they go with another synopsis tagline. Edward lived alone where he could hurt no one and no one could hurt him until the day the Avon lady came calling. Sounds like a horror movie. Yeah, it? it sounds like a freaking plot synopsis. There's too my, much info. My ba- Hands down, his story will touch you even though he can't, right? No, I mean, his scars run deep That's a, that's, for me. That's a good, all right. <laughs> just, get, just get Papa Roach out there and start jamming. Let's go. $20 million budget, which is pretty good at this time, right? 1990. Yeah. It pulled back in 86 mil, which is nice. Pretty good, right? Nice. Nice. This yeah, thing has this thing has a bunch of awards. I'm not gonna even go through it. We, did it win a BAFTA? It it actually did win uh I think it won a ball and ass one ball and ass fun times. One ball award. and ass fun times award. Nice. For the longtime listeners of this show, it's got a BAFTA. <laughs> and it it has a couple other things too. I mean, so there's plenty, right? It's a good movie. And I, I think, think it was I think it was Oscar nominated for probably some kind of something, whether music or I think costumes it was or makeup, makeup or, or something. Costumes, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I, I don't mean to listen here. I don't mean to belittle the the hard work that went into this film, but that's not what this podcast is about here. You know, <laughs> we're not going to talk about set design. No, no, we're not. Aww. We're not a we're not a film podcast. We're Aww. a movie podcast. A, fil- a film. A film. <laughs> we're not. We're not a film podcast. Let's just talk about this. We we did episode 97, which was Batman Returns. We had a very famous segment. If if you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Infamous. How Burton was Batman Returns. And I'm yes. pretty sure that we, on the record in that, which was probably like a year ago to this day, we talked about Edward Scissorhands being the most Burton movie of the Burton movies. In fact, I think we yeah. said it was full Burton. Full Burton. 10 out of 10 on the Burton scale. Do you still stand by that? We can maybe talk about some of the categories here. And we can yeah. we can test it. It's it, having time passed, having seen some more Burton movies. Mm-hmm. What makes a movie full Burton? Yeah, I mean emo. How emo is the main character? Is number one. Mm-hmm. Is it a is it during Christmas or Halloween? I mean that's two. <laughs> check. Yeah. Is it snowing? I mean, when he makes it snow, he makes it. Check. Yeah. Are there zany clown or circus music going on, a.k.a. Danny Elfman? Is Danny yep. Elfman involved? Yes. Is the town kooky or weird? Yep. Check. 
Does the movie movie primarily take place at night? No check. That's true, right? Except like, for the climax. This but is I the mean, one movie that I is mean, mostly that's daytime. Five out of six here, people. Five out of six. Right. And so and yeah. I feel like the main character of this is probably the most emo of any of the characters. But, right? But can I can I fight back on that a little bit though? Is he emo or, is, or are you projecting emo on him? Because he's just living his life and he's no. just kind of like nervous because I, he's not a he's not a human. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He's not intentionally. He's not sad. He's not sad. He's You're, not intentionally emo. No, right? he's sad looking. He, he's, <laughs> he himself is not sad. But I, I don't. So okay, this is. Let's debate our own scale here. Yeah. Does somebody have to intentionally be emo, or is mm. it they're unintentionally emo? And as yeah. a side effect, you're emo for watching him, right? Yeah, so. I, 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 what I see think? what you're saying. I think I think there needs to be intent for emo to be uh, labeled upon you. I don't know. But Tim um, Burton is emo, and he made the character true. based yeah. off of himself. Because because Edward is less a sad human and more just like a stray dog that someone takes home. You know, fair point. He he himself is not intention. He's not shopping at Hot Topic, right? In the, no. the two thousands. He's not wearing some of the stuff that I had, right? Like, I'll right. be honest. Like, I was mm-hmm. emo. We, we, you, I think we all were. You got all your armbands from Hot Topic. I got, I got sure. the armbands, right? Like, <laughs> I think we all went through that phase at some point. Mm-hmm. All you listening, I know yeah. you did too. But I don't think he's intentionally, but I feel like if you're looking at what, who, who, like, does he look emo to you? Yes, he does. Sure. He's got yeah, the I mean, look. It's, it's the hair. It's the black. It's the leather. It's the sad eyes. It's the quivering. I'm pretty sure people the, dress up like this on purpose longing, to look like Edward hands. The longing. But we don't even know if he like had feelings for Winona Ryder. We just, we assumed he did because she did. I think but he did. I don't even, he doesn't know what love is. <laughs> he wants to know what love is. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, uh, Forrest Gump's, you know, famous line. I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> like Edward doesn't know what love is. Give him the Oscar here. Having said all that, it's it's the most Burton movie. I mean, yeah, no, I, none of these movies have these traits. All, I was gonna traits. say, like, I don't know if any others really fit it, but I feel like Sweeney Todd is a more like emo Sleepy core. Hollow, Sleepy yeah. Hollow, Sleepy Hollow, and 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 Sweeney Todd are emo core. This is emo. They're emo yeah. core because Ichabod they got a little Crane, bit of the hardcore. about Crane's a little emo. Emo as f. Tr- true, true. Yeah. And Sweeney Todd is like he he's like an emo guy that's gonna kill you and put you in a in like a pie, right? Yeah. So that's like yeah. that's that. So what do you think about Johnny Depp's performance? Because there was some other actors that that potentially could have played the character of Edward Scissorhands. I'll talk about that in a second. Are you a Johnny Depp fan as an actor? Right? We don't have to go into personal. Yeah, stuff. I guess. Like, I, I guess I wouldn't call myself a fan because I've seen surprisingly few of his movies. But I think I'm, he's on record as like, I think it's universally known that he's a good actor. And if he's in a movie, it's not going to be his fault that the movie sucks, you know? Yeah. Which I think is like a major selling point of a guy like Tom Cruise as well. Like a guy like that where it's, you know, if you don't like the movie, it's not his fault because he's, he's doing his job. And uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the, the, the amount of, non-verbal acting he had to do and this being like maybe his second or third uh leading role yeah i think he did a great job yeah and, and i think he has 
I think I saw that he has less than 126 lines of dialogue in this entire movie, that makes which sense. is not yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's interesting too, because you mentioned that this is one of his first movies. I saw, uh, I was reading a bunch of articles about this movie and just like the making of it and things like that. And one of the things that I, I came across was something about Johnny Depp's confidence. And there was this thing about how this was his first movie that he made with Tim Burton. And they found out that they had uh, a similar sense of humor and that Tim Burton liked working with him. But Johnny Depp was a really insecure actor at this time. And there was this incident mm-hmm. that they they said happened with some fans. So he was on, I think, uh, an interview with Charlie Rose. And he had a quote. And it says, I, I can remember when we were doing Scissor Hands, we were living in this sort of resort, some kind of country club thing. And there was a knock on the door one afternoon while everybody was off rehearsing, he said. And and by the way, this was him. He was feeling insecure. He wasn't sure if Tim Burton was happy with his performance. Mm-hmm. So then he said, there's these two young girls at the door. And I thought, oh, they found me. Maybe maybe they want me to sign something. I don't know. So I opened the door and I said, how do you do? And they said, hi, is Tom Hanks in here? Does he live Ooh. here? And I said, what? <laughs> no, not yet. And I was convinced that Tom Hanks would be replacing me. I was convinced. It was one of the most frightening moments in my career. And obviously they were unwarranted and Burton loved how he played and they worked on multiple movies throughout, but Mm -hmm. it brings up a question that I have. Could you imagine this movie with a 1990 Tom Hanks in this? No, not at all. Like, even though I bet Johnny Depp is, is older than Tom Hanks, I'm going to say too old because, because Tom Hanks forever looks like a 36 year old man. He does. Right. It's, it's big. That's it. Did it for me. Yeah. Like, I just don't, they're completely different actors. Like I can't imagine Tom Hanks looking emo and like, it's a it's a a reason like you have to be able to look emo in this movie. Yeah. You, you have to. You have to have a dark quality to yourself. For yes. Sure. And I don't I don't know about him. And then I also saw that Jim Carrey and Robert Downey Jr. were considered for the role too. Like, could either of them have done it? Robert Downey, yes. Jim Carrey, no. Jim Carrey's too goofy. Like, I, I wouldn't have been able to look at Jim Carrey with a straight face. <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? Jim Carrey, like, fifteen years later, sure. When Jim Carrey learned how to act, like somewhere around 2002, yeah, then maybe. But by that point, he's too old. And then there was another thing about Tom Cruise. So Tom Cruise was considered this, and there was a whole bunch of stuff about how he asked a lot of odd questions. So he was asking questions that we're probably going to ask, yeah. like, how did Edward go to the bathroom? How did he live without eating all those years? <laughs> And they said Cruz was certainly unwilling to be in the movie without those questions being answered. And ultimately, like, he didn't take it because he like, wanted a happier ending. Has Tom Cruise ever seen a movie? Like, I know he's acted in them, but has he, has he ever seen a movie? Hey, he just wants to entertain you, man. Has Tom, has Tom Cruise ever been in, like, a fantasy movie in his life? Uh, he was in The Mummy. He was in, uh, man, uh, uh, The Edge of Tomorrow. Does he, think they're all, yeah, does he think they're all like, serious, real-life Minority movies? Report. Like, they're fantastical. <laughs> These guys with scissors for hands. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's the truth. He can't have scissors no. for hands, so I can't no. see that. He, yeah. How does he have scissors for hands? How does it work? <laughs> How was he born? I, I think, you know, it was interesting because this was, we don't always announce the movie beforehand, but knowing the fact that we had three weeks off in between in, in between the, the New Year's and, and Christmas and all that other stuff, we, we put this out here. So we got a, a few emails. Thank you to everybody that that wrote in. I want to call out a couple pieces from from one of the emails that came in. Jay wrote in to us, and thanks, Jay, for the email. Uh, you, you had a lot of awesome points in there. But something that really stood out to us, because it, it really resonated with us, was the Vincent Price character and the idea of, is is he the villain or is he really more a bad father? Yeah. And there's this this a couple comments that he says here where he says the real rock star here is the inventor. He's not the villain at all, but he could break the bad could he break the bad father barometer? 
He won't let Edward have any contact with him except for him. He gives him dangerously sharp objects for hands. He tries to pawn off the fake jiggly gel hands as a Christmas gift of a lifetime. They were flimsy, wouldn't even be allowed to pick up a piece of paper. He has this propensity for unneeded danger for the things that are highly flammable. He had no plan if he kicked the bucket. Nobody except for him knew Edward's alive. He could have had something labeled Edward, if I go to sleep and don't wake up, open this. Nothing. Seems like an awesome and loving father figure, but the barometer doesn't lie. LOL. What are your thoughts on that? How's he going to open the envelope? <laughs> he, would, he, he, would, he would cut up the evidence. Like, right? Like, oops. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's no. got scissors for hands. So, thank you, Jay, for shouting out the bad father barometer because, you know, we pers- that's a personal favorite of ours, uh, the, the bad father segments. Um, I'm going to say no to bad father barometer, but I get it. The main thing being, like, no succession plan. You got to have that. This is what happens when you have kids too late. If you're going to have your kid when you're 90 years old, there's a chance you're going to leave them orphaned. And (laughs) and look what happens. Look what happens. It will happen. Look what happens, Drew. It it will happen. So so you don't think that he's a bad father? He's not a bad father. It's just that, you know, too late. Too late. What? (laughs) Too late. Too late. And and, and, uh, because of that, yeah, I maybe guess he is a bad father because, you know, he wasn't thinking, taking into account his son's future. What? I mean, I just have a lot of questions about him in general. Like, what was he doing up there? So this place existed on this hill in this weird-looking town. Now, I, I read something that this movie is seen through Edward's eyes. So if there's if there's a way that maybe it looks like that on purpose, I don't know. But is he evil? Like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Like, I don't understand Vincent Price's character. Is he supposed to be a good person? He's making, like, food yeah. up there? What's he doing? It's 50-50. I mean, we're led to believe he's a nice guy, good guy. He's teaching him etiquette. He's teaching him poetry. He's trying to, like, you know, give him the tools to integrate himself into society. But we don't know if that's all just a clever ruse to have him infiltrate and then possibly destroy. We don't know this. You know, we've seen we saw the drawings where he eventually wants him to be a man in a suit. You know, how do you do? My name is Edward. This kind of thing. I do business. I do art. Whatever he does. I don't know. (laughs) Um, but yeah this could all be like a master plan and there could be he could have been the first in a long line of these robo electric frankenstein's monster uh army that vincent price was creating we don't know this what was that factory about like was it a food factory he was making cookies and what else like that's all he was that yeah he's just making cookies and then he had girl scout cookie factory was he chopping salad too at one point? Or that was, I'm thinking about the house, but wasn't he, yeah. it was chopping something, right? And that's where you got the idea for yeah. him, I think. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, just, I don't, I'd like to believe that that guy's like an evil genius, more so than be. like just a kooky, like inventor. Like, you know, I think of Pee Wee's house in the beginning of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> where he has this wild contraption just to make him breakfast, right? Like, yeah. it can't be just that, right? I, so was this like a Pinocchio situation where he wanted to have a real boy and that that was what it was? Because he looks at that machine and then he gets the idea. Yeah, I guess that's the likely scenario. But I I, I like I like to assume that Vincent Vincent Price just you know it's the wispy mustache. Yeah, you know he's like some kind of like a father of like horror or some kind of like macabre or you tell him like he has that voice. You know, I could see it as. Him being up to no good. What do you think? It's, 
it's not his fault that it that we feel that way about him because yeah. of his career. I guess it's yeah. it's just what it is. And I, I will say this about the hands too. Um, I feel like those hands that he showed him were prototype hands. They weren't the actual hands he was going to stick on his body. You think I feel so? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like to assume that those were the actual hands. So I never thought that until you said it. But when I was watching this, I felt the same way that I felt every time I watched it. Mm-hmm. I felt like you could see the bones in there because they yeah. showed pieces of it. And I was wondering, and just because of the way that we talk about zany music, like it's yeah. a zany show, a zany movie, mm-hmm. I just assume that, okay, here's something that he's going to attach to him and it's going to come to life. Like I assume yeah. that he did like, and that's why he felt so bad about destroying them. Yeah, we don't know how the legs work, for example, but True. the legs are pretty sturdy. He walks kind of funny, but the knees bend. The legs seem like they're kind of legit. They're certainly sturdy and not like susceptible to being chopped up <laughs> easily. You know what I mean? So I would like to assume that the hands would equally be sturdy and they were likely a prototype that he like so easily like cut up like they were made of gel. Well, what do you think about the method of how he was created? Like how long did this take? Because we, we got it. We can talk about him and what is he a human or whatever, whatever he is, yeah. or is he a golem or whatever? The a golem, it's a golem. It's a golem. But I like how, cause they showed pictures of the steps, right? Like what did he do to create him? How did he make him? Well, well thunder and lightning certainly plays a part. We all know this. <laughs> That's like the, the major ingredient you have is, to. is lightning. So no, I, I, I feel like it's just, is it just a bunch of, is it more gaseous, do you think, or is it more electricity? I don't know. Like they what do didn't, you think? they showed pieces of like a picture. Like, so, right, there was a yeah. notebook and they showed like yeah. the steps, but it was hard to see because he started as like completely metal, I believe, right? So it showed like valves and, you know, um, tubes going mm-hmm. in and out to like what looked like a heart. Of some kind. So it makes me think that there's some kind of fluid circulating within his body. Certainly, certainly doesn't need food. You know, he doesn't run, but I don't know what he runs on. Like he he doesn't run on food, (laughs) but I like to think that there's like some kind of magic liquid within his body that circulates that like keeps the, keeps the system pumping. Some type of like blood, like an artificial blood. Yeah. Like an artificial blood. Yeah, maybe maybe it's some kind of like weird like motor oil or something. Yeah, it's, like you know when Johnny Five like when yeah. he gets attacked and he's bleeding battery <laughs> fluid like that's the kind of, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> I, you know that's another we talk about emo man. I, I feel yeah. sad about that. Just thinking about that. Oh and then, man, this too. Well, I mean, when Johnny Five gets beat up, well, I mean, listen to our Sword Circuit Two episode if you want to get some tears. Do you think Vincent Price made any mistakes while he was making him? Like things he should have done differently from what you mm, saw? Yeah. Maybe should have gave him hands first instead of legs. <laughs> I was thinking too. Like, why would he start? <laughs> yeah. And and to leave scissors as the hands, like he could have given no hands. Well, you know, like he was none. greedy because he still needed him to like chop up things probably. So I guess. He, he wanted to wait till the end for the hands. I guess. But you would think like as far as like etiquette goes, like if you're thinking of like going to teach this, this, this boy how to like eat at a fancy restaurant, you know? You'd think he would need the hands to like learn how to do the knife and the fork and all that. But no, he waited to the end. What if he left one hand scissors and and one hand is something else, right? Whoa, whoa! Because he could have still given him genius that, right? Genius, yes. <laughs> like that's a one-handed scissor. Yeah, one-arm scissor. Hand. Isn't that like an album? Isn't that at I the drive-in? So. At the drive-in, yeah. yeah. Edward Scissor Hand. That's yeah, what they no, could have called him. Yeah. Edward Scissor Hand. Yes. Is that is that like 
That doesn't work, though. I don't know. That's like if I were going to call someone a freak down the street, right? You're like, hey, freak, you know? That's what you would call him, scissor hand. I think a thing with one scissor hand, like that's that's more freakish to me. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> like you gotta go full scissor. You either go full scissor or you don't go any scissor. No scissors. So yeah. you'd rather, because he could just take them off, right? Like they even had the hand that she holds up at the he had end. Spares. Like, couldn't he just pop yeah. it off? Yeah, he had spares. But because, what's under there? What's under there? Well, he was, like, over, what, maybe it's like it, a nub. Does it hurt him? Does First of all, does he feel pain? I I don't know. I mean, I think he does because when he nicks his face, like he yeah. made like a a face about uh, it. Well, I think he scares him, but I, he has emotion. It if seems. he feels fear, you think he would feel pain. I don't know. If you rip the scissors off, does it hurt him? But what and if it's like detachable? There? Like it yeah. pops off? Yeah, yeah. Well, well let's ask. We'll talk about him as a person, right? Or is he yeah. a person? So you say, does he feel pain? Yeah. Do you think he's like a robot? Does he have a soul? Like what? What is we, he to you? We we put our emotions through him, so we think he loves Winona Ryder, but I don't know if he actually had, had, knows what love is or, or feels love. Which is the same. It's the same look on his face the whole movie. Which I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bashing uh, Johnny Depp because he did a great job. But like, I feel like uh, this is like a canvas for our emotions. This movie, where you you feel sad watching this movie, another person might watch this movie and not feel sad at all. They might get something else completely out of it. I'm not as sad as you when watching this movie, but I, I understand the sadness. It's it's my roots, man. It's my yeah. <laughs> back to the 2000s here. No, I do feel sad watching this. Like I feel I felt emotional watching this. Like I haven't seen this movie in quite a yeah. while, and it was I, a pretty sad movie to me. No, I just think like his his blank uh emotions are kind of like a canvas to however you want to feel. It's kind of like if you ever feel like an outsider, you put yourself in his in his shoes, but he may not physically be feeling you're right. Uh, nerves or, or he might not feel out of place. He might not feel anything. He's just confused. Maybe I got the impression that he was, I don't know because of the way that, and again, maybe it's me projecting to, to, to your point, Mm -hmm. but I feel that they were showing like he, he, Johnny Depp, give him a lot of credit, right? He, he showed a lot of emotion without using words. And I feel like he, did a good job on his face of showing that he was sad or he was uncomfortable, scared, or confused. yeah, confused. It's sort of like he was like a mime in a way. He yeah. mimed the movie, mm-hmm. if that sure. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I do you think he has a soul? Like, is he is he alive? I think he's alive. Do you? Yeah, he's alive in the sense that Johnny Five's alive for sure. Yeah. Okay, so he's sentient and he has yeah. feelings. He has thoughts. Sure. He, yeah. he is. Is he anatomically correct? That's a, is the other a very, question. very interesting question. This is what I want to talk about. This is like <laughs> the first thing I wanted to talk about is does he have fronts and does he have backs is what, is what we're asking, right? Yeah. If that's what you want to ask, is there a penis and is there a butthole drew? Is it, we're, <laughs> let's just get down to it. Is, does he have a butthole? Right. And the answer I think is no. This is hard hitting analysis that you get when you listen because, to the last row podcast. Yeah, I don't let the, just like Tom Cruise was saying, man, I don't think he was eating up there and he doesn't have to eat. I think the fluid circulates, you know, just like a, uh, a, a fountain would, you know, a shooting fountain. And if he does eat like he does, where does that go? It's just a suppository. Like he has like this, it's like a trash can. He's like, like you open can. it up and it just yeah. falls out. Yeah. Like, like Bender in, Fe- in Futurama. <laughs> just open his door up. He might, it might it be, up. there might be a door in his butt for all we know. I don't know. You know? <laughs> I don't think he has any parts to your point. Yeah. I think that it seems as if it was implied that that bodysuit was his 
body. His like body, I think yeah, that was his right. body. Like it's there's like nothing his skin. underneath there. If you if you ripped up if you ripped off the leather, you'd get to like his innards. Yeah, like whatever the wires yeah, are, the and wires stuff like that. and the and the tubes and the liquids or whatever. Yeah, um, because yeah, because really the first question is like this poor this poor boy. How does he wipe? Because you, <laughs> you can't do it. Imagine having a cut butthole. You he can't. needs a bidet. You can't have it. You can't have it. <laughs> a cut hole? Like, is that what it... I, you're like right, Like, it'd be though. infected in an instant, Drew. Infection <laughs> city. You can't have it. <laughs> and don't even get me started on on having to pee, you know, yeah. you know the, the, the logistics of taking it in and out, the dangers involved with scissors, Drew. You got a John Wayne Bobbitt situation here. So, so the answer is no. Those parts don't exist because Vincent Price knew the hardships. <laughs> that was that was by design. <laughs> or or was that like for his 18th birthday? <laughs> the hands were like for 15. Can you can you bring that in a box yeah. though? And where do you get that? And 17, he gets the butthole. Like how do you how do you how do you like show butthole as a gift? This <laughs> <laughs> you can't this, box a hole. You can't box a hole. Listen, this ain't Edward Scissor Hands Triple X. That's what I'm sure it's, it's been not triple X. It's it's just anatomy, Drew. It's, 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 it's like it's like health done. class. It's health class. I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. Is what I would what I would say. Has it been but, done as ridiculous as Goofy? I think. <laughs> I I agree with you though, and mm-hmm. and maybe to your point. So what are other things that he can and can't do? Because you you mentioned him eating food. Yeah. So did he eat food to fit in? Because it didn't seem like he needed to. Yeah. Yeah. While he's I, up on the mountain. I think he was confused by the whole situation, but like, yeah, I think like he was just doing it to do it. What what um, else? I, I I like the scene where he was drinking alcohol with uh with with Arkin there. It kind of like messed up his system. It messed was, with the fluids. Yeah, he wasn't drunk. It was weird. Like he he went like haywire, right? Yeah, it wasn't drunk. He went like he, he malfunctioned. <laughs> it was really know, hard to understand. I want to know how much can kill him. Like I wonder, like how many shots does it take? Unless unless it does, he's immune to it it just yeah. it makes him go berserk i guess is it just like a it? this is like a cool parlor trick that once you harness it's like you show it off to your friends <laughs> what about what, is there anything else that you think he could do or couldn't do like what what do you what else do you wonder about like i think those are like some major activities that i feel like yeah. he, he can or, or cannot do there i mean his teeth were pristine but like Maybe they're Maybe fake. If, they're, if they're not natural, then like he doesn't have to worry about brushing his teeth. I'm trying to think of everyday stuff. Like imagine him driving. <laughs> like he could drive. Like the steering wheel is not a thing, but the shifter would be. He'd the have problem, to palm it. He'd have to palm yeah, the steering he, wheel. You could with do his... it. You could do it. Yeah. <laughs> imagine him typing on a keyboard. Like you'd have yeah. to be so precise. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen people with nails like that. You know, one, yeah, so. he could do that. He could do that. Yeah. That might work. That might work. What, what, what kind of, like, what, what sport would he excel in? Couldn't be baseball. Soccer is like a, like a bad answer. Yeah. So- Soccer is, it's no contest. You, you yeah. can't do that. Like, imagine him trying to swing a baseball bat. He'd kill himself. Like, think <laughs> about up it. The wood. He yeah. would kill himself. You'd have to and be football, DH because you have to be DH because he's not throwing the ball. That's for basketball, sure. maybe. He'd be, the pop ball the ball. Pop, pop the ball. Volleyball. You can't volleyball. Pop the I ball. I don't think he could do it. I mean, there's probably some like non traditional sport that he would yeah. excel at. I'm I trying feel. to think. I'm trying to think of it. I can't. Tennis? I can't think of it. No, you can't. You can't hold a racket. <laughs> like you cut everything. There's yeah. there's no sport. I don't think he could be a defender and com- be a defender in football. You know, yeah. you just 
You know, he's a lineman. He puts his hands up. The, he, he pops the ball every time in complete pass. Be murder, know. murder on the field, like yeah. murder ball. That's what he would be murder ball. Yeah, he'd be good at murder ball. That would be good. Yeah. Like I, I'm just imagining him with, with that. Like yeah. he wouldn't, and he would do competitive hedge trimming. That that would be yeah. his 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 thing. And it ties into yeah. some of the businesses that he had. Yeah. Oh yeah. What what was your favorite of his businesses that he that he had? And do you feel like he was good at them? Oh yeah. I mean, obviously it's the hedge trimming. I mean, sure he was a great hairstylist, but yeah. I mean, who who didn't want one of those? bushes in front of their houses when, when you watch this movie right what would you go with what would you I, go with i want the t-rex i would want the love t-rex? the t-rex i think that was yeah. awesome yeah i liked in his house in his castle like the the dragon that was like in and out of the ground yeah you know it was kind of like slithering like or whatever. like it was going through the water yeah it was going situation. through the water like a Loch Ness monster situation or whatever i like that that was pretty awesome to me was there a part of you that was worried he was going to kill one of the dogs by accident? I thought he was like, going to kill the first dog. Or the lady? I, yeah, when I first saw it. I but thought for sure he was going to do that. I think that they I think they they wanted you to think that. That was that was that was calculated for sure. And we'll talk more about that one horny lady, right? I mean, there's no other way to describe her, right? Yeah, the, the horn the, the horn dog. Sexualized hit horn yeah. dog, but do you feel like she was getting off from the danger of the haircut? And that's why she was like, oh, oh when he was like caressing her neck with like the, the blades yeah. under her neck, like, oh man, this is like this, this is the type of woman that like is going to ask you to choke her or something. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. To take you to the edge. Yeah. To the edge and back. Gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. You know, <laughs> um, by the way, like I don't, I don't mean to like, age a woman but like maybe it's maybe it's the like how they made those the whole town look yeah but she, i forget the name of the actress um i have i had it right here um but she's only she's only 40 in this movie kathy she, baker yeah she looks young in, in her like IMDb she, pager she does not look that way like they really aged her up in this movie. it was, was the surprised. makeup and and yeah. the way they out they gave her an outfit too it was very yeah. calculated i feel because her it's husband like, looked older too. Yeah. And like they, they made everybody look kind of like like bad on purpose in this movie. I felt the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Like kind of aged up or just like overly made up. Maybe it was the whole Avon situation of it all. I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And it, and it was to make, I think you think, it was to make the neighborhood look a certain way, I feel. And, and also we mentioned earlier with him seeing things, seeing stuff through his eyes. Yeah. He's an innocent, like young boy, essentially. I feel like it was almost like on purpose for people to look, oh, they're so much older than him, I felt was maybe mm. like on purpose as well. It reminded me of Goodfellas, the wives yeah. from Goodfellas, where like they have that bit where it's like they all kind of look the same. They all have ridiculous hair and ridiculous makeup and they just they look bad. And it's just, I don't know why it reminded me of that. I agree with that. Are there any other jobs that you think he could have been good at that they didn't show us in the movie or that he might've done had he stayed in town longer. Yeah. I mean, butcher for one, I guess <laughs> that's a really good one. Yeah. Right. I feel like he, he'd be a good chef, you know, cook yep. like in, in the kitchen and like the food industry in general, like besides waiter, really. I like the idea of the butcher because he was slicing yeah. the meat at the table. Yeah. And I, I got to say one of the subtly, most subtle, funny things of the movie was he was giving meat to everybody and not thinking of it. And the girl was like so grossed out by it. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it until she said it. And yeah. then she's like, I'm not going to eat that. Like he's using his hands. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. 
we don't know where those those blades have been. When the last time those blades were greased, and when, when were they when were they uh, cleaned? I thought that was really yeah. very very subtly hilarious, and yeah. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, and I I think that would be that would be a good one. I think that I like the idea of the hair salon. I think he'd be a good yeah. barber too. Yeah, he, he's fade. born to be a hairdresser, and like it, he could charge freaking two hundred dollars a cut, and like people would flock. To get it done by him, especially is, his his hairdo, you know, yeah, the yeah, fashion the that he's that he's like giving off. What was your favorite haircut? Uh, I there's there's this one subreddit called Just F My S Up. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> Did it. You ever watch yeah, that one? Just yeah, F My Bleep Up. Yeah, and the one that he gave to that one lady, you know which one I'm talking about? Oh, with yeah, the bangs and the like the bangs weird. and the little the, the tiny mohawk and the swoops <laughs> on each side. I was like, Hell that's yeah. prime territory yeah. for that subreddit. Yeah. Like, I just all I could think about was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The one lady had like the Bjork haircut going. <laughs> if you know what Bjork is. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Oh man. You know, the the other thing that we we had to talk about, because he's got scissors for hands. Sure. He's got scissors <laughs> like, for hands. So the, the, that's the whole movie. There's like very little plot to this movie, people. If you yeah. haven't seen this in a long time, if you don't remember, it's just bring guy down from tower, put him in ridiculous situations. Daughter and inexplic- daughter inexplicably fall- falls in love with him. End of movie. <laughs> yeah. Murder. He murders a guy. Murders end, a guy. End of movie. End of movie. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. I, I, there was another part of Jay's email. Thank you, Jay, for writing in. But he was asking us, it was part of a game, but it's, it's like, he was asking us like what other hands would be good on him. And there's some really yeah. interesting yeah. options here. I'm it's curious what question. you think. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to use his his examples and we'll just, we'll we'll choose from there. And I have a very strict rule set for this, so, so yeah. I mean, do you want to read them off or okay, uh, whatever? You go for it. Go for it. Okay. So Edward Hatchet Hands. I like that. You like Hatchet Hands? See, my rule is I think it's got to be a tool. Like why? Uh, why would they make the guy? Why would Vincent Price make the guy? Well, he's gonna right? chop a tree down. You know. Yeah. So Hatchet Hands works because it's a tool. Well, the qu- let me ask you about the Hatchet Hand. Is it a wooden? Like the post of the hatchet is part of his hand, or is it like just the blade of the hatchet? No, I think you, you got to have the full thing. It's got to like be like stump the, post the stump, thing, right? It's like a smaller stump, like I a don't peg think it's leg, full blown. Yeah, it's not like an axe. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I like hatchet hands. Yeah, like maybe it's I don't know. I'm bad with like measurements, but maybe it's a foot. Okay, the handle all coming off of his stump. Yo, I'll yeah. tell you what though, scissors. The weight distribution of that is a little easier. If you have mm-hmm. a hatchet, I feel like you're going to hatchet yourself because you're going to be swinging those things at you because the he, weight is heavy. You see how expert he is at at, at his scissors. Would he have he's like gonna, super he's going to have expertise? Shoulders? He's going to have expertise. Yeah, he's going to be jacked. A hatchet. Just walk around holding a hatchet, and you of won't. Course. I dare you not to cut your legs. Like, <laughs> of course, he's going to be jacked. <laughs> but he's such an expert at it. Like he's not going to hurt himself. He's, he's got to wear flannel too. If he, yeah, if he wears action hands. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go in yeah. so much detail. The first one here. All right. Uh, Edward sawed off shotgun hands. I see. I like or that. Or gun like hands in general. Work. Really? That's a no for me, dog. I don't want weapons on my guy. Like I know scissors could be weapons, but they're also tools. Yeah. Like, so there's, but what if he's a competitive shooter or something, or he goes hunting? Like he's no, a hunter. For sports. No, it's gotta, there's gotta be like a practical purpose. All right, fair know? enough. Um, Edward blowtorch hands. He could be a welder. He could be a welder. I kind of allow it, but there's, there's, there's a, there's an inherent, uh, irresponsibility for, for just giving a guy like instant fire that like it screams <laughs> super villain, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? How do you not, like they say nature versus nurture. Yeah. Like that is like you gave the guy blowtorch hands. He's instantly a villain. Yeah. Like, like he how, can't not be. How many positive situations could this guy like fix a problem with, <laughs> with fire, with, with fire on demand? Like, except for, except for we're camping and we're cold. You'd have to be in a well in a welding shop. Yeah. You'd have to be in a welding shop. It's a be... no for me, dog. <laughs> Edward Machete hands. Yeah. Which is, you know, in the in the scissor family, but is it more or less effective? I'm gonna say less effective it's, than the scissor hands. It's a more friendly weight distributed hatchet. So yeah, but- it's, it, but it's a cruder weapon or a cruder tool. He could go bushwhacking. I mean, he, yeah. he could be a bushwhack, a guide, a, a guide in the jungle. He could just be but whacking that's, that's down it? stuff. That's it. Is that your life? <laughs> Is that your life? I like that you call him Eddie Machete. That's talk that's about like, a <laughs> talk about a sad movie. <laughs> a sad life, man. So just, are we saying? Are we saying? He could you give a guy these things, or you could give a guy all these things, but like why? You are, are you saying for, like no? Well, let me ask you this: are, Is your is your lens of whether you want this is? Would you watch a movie with a guy with these hands, or like what what is your lens for? Well, this? Well, I think I we'd all watch a movie with a guy with blowtorch hands. Like that's, that's a, not the question. That's what I mean. We, like, we, what's we all your would question? watch it. Like it should should he be made? And okay, would fair be, enough. Would, and would he be useful? I guess is my question. I think a machete. I mean, think about it. You could chop hat, down a bunch. I think the hatchet's better than the machete. The hatchet's a better blade. Yeah, F- fair enough. Okay, Edward Edward Nunchuck hands. Professional Which, ninja, in theory, cool, but not practical. Like What's I guess go? it's a he? weapon. Yeah. You're right. Like, what is You're he? Right. A ninja? Like what is he? We're gonna have to teach him ninjutsu, which is fine. Like, again, cool, but I don't think like I don't think he has the uh, the agility because his legs are probably not up to up to par. Right. Okay. Okay. They're just they're just good enough to walk, bend, and like lightly jog slash waddle. I'll go with you on that. Edward drill hands, which is interesting. I like that one. I like it. It's like a tool it. and it's also a weapon. It's like a Mega Man villain though. It is. You know? <laughs> drill man. All the all these guys are Mega Man villains, <laughs> really, are. if you think about it. This is all Mega Man, but that's really it's fine that's, by that me. is really the case. Yeah. I like drill hands. That's, uh, that's all, my he, second he favorite. Have, he gotta have attachments. Yeah. Different attachments. But like how he would change his attachments is a question. We'd have to figure out, but we don't do that now. Man, that's a good one. I, Hatchet's my favorite, but I think I think Drill Hands yeah. is my second favorite. It's interesting, you know. Edward Whip Hands. Yeah, I mean, what do you whip? Though? What 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 is he? Mickey Rourke? What is this? Like what is like like <laughs> again? It's a, it's a super villain type tool. I like know? the I, I like the look of it. I think that yeah. could look badass. Sure, yeah, but there's no practical use, right? Uh, Edward Lobster Claw Hands, which is just cruel. <laughs> That's just like, what mean. It's mean to, to the Edward. But is it better than making scissors for a hand? Like, shouldn't Vincent Price it's, have given him yeah, Lobster he's Claws more, instead? Uh, he'd be more dexterous. That's You're not going to sure. kill somebody with Lobster Claw yeah, Hands. He'd be more dexterous. Yeah. But, like, that's a freak right there. It's that's, not instant murder, know, though. Put him in the freak book, Drew. Yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> okay. Johnny, Ma- Johnny Macaro and, uh, and Larry David would be laughing at him in the freak <laughs> they book. They would. They would. Uh, Edward Taser Hands. It's I mean, more self defense. Like it's a I weapon. Guess. It's a weapon. Like what are we gonna do? Is he gonna walk patrol? Is he gonna? <laughs> He'll be a, a you know? security guard. Yeah, security guard <laughs> at the mall. What's he gonna do? Dude, that's a perfect. Thing. Are his legs also a segue? Like what is this guy? <laughs> you, what are we need, doing? you need the segue legs and <laughs> the taser hands. Yeah. Would <laughs> I watch the movie? The sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. But like, <laughs> he shouldn't I'm, be made. I'm definitely in on that. And. uh, 
last but maybe the favorite, Edward Hammerhand. That's the best. That's interesting. Now, now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. That's what the if, best one. What if? All right. So what you're picturing is is the hatchet, right? Yes. A large hammer, two hammers. What I'm picturing is ten hammers, Drew. <laughs> we're, we're talking the hammers or fingers. In like you, my in my like mind, little little hammers, yes. like little in my teeny, mind, tiny ones. The hammers are fingers, and he has he has at least eight of them. Maybe the thumbs aren't like, aren't hammers. But can you hammer anything if you got like little? I'm waving my fingers around. No, right no, now but they're bigger fingers. than human ha- fingers. All right, but how do you hold that? You can't hold that up, dude. He's buff. <laughs> he's, he's buff. That's all I gotta say. He's got I, buys. He's got buys and tries. I like the idea of hammer hands, but like <laughs> giant hammers for hands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Logi- blunt yeah. objects, right? Logistically, it's two, but like I, I like the idea of seeing like the, the the little. You're right. Little fingers. I, don't know. I think hammer. If I had to do my top three, I'll give you my top three. I think hammer hands number one. Yeah. Hatchet hand number two. Yeah. And drill hand. Drill, drill hand. Drill hand three, three. But as far as like you know. Let me see it, but it shouldn't be made. It's blowtorch hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely blowtorch hands. <laughs> so So thank, thank you, Jay. You. For, thank you, Jay, for coming up with the um the ten hands so that we didn't have to. I, I want to know that was time that was time saved on our on our prep. Thank yes. You, Jay. Thank you, Jay. And I want to know what yours are. Tell us yeah. what yours yours are and everyone else that that's here. I, I know we don't have a ton of time left. Let's talk a little bit about Peg in the neighborhood. I want to ask you just very bluntly. Was she crazy for bringing him home? And would you have done the same? Yeah, it's like it's like bringing a stray dog home and you didn't ask your family. And then the dog may or may not have rabies. What if like, he's a murderer? Yeah, what if he's a murderer? He's got scissors for hands. <laughs> Slit your throat in the middle of the night. <laughs> Cut your family into pieces. Last resort. <laughs> it's like you're done. He'll, he'll poke your, your water bed, leak out Dude, your thing. I want a water bed so bad. I, I laid on one before. Can it's I, not I, good. Can I have a water bed? Can I? Like I, I looked it up recently and they do still exist. But it's just not, not practical. practical. It's, it's just not practical. <laughs> just I told not. you before you're going to drown in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I am going to drown. You, you you asked, I forgot what episode this was. Yeah. Wasn't it the one where we were, it was, it wasn't exit wounds. You asked about a water pillow. Yeah, yeah. The water pillow. Yeah, <laughs> you drown, that, man. And that does exist. They do. They do exist. I should start with the pillow and see if I like that first. You're sleeping, you're snoring, all of a sudden you're... You're going to need a lifeguard in your house. That's what you're going to need. Get the, get the tower out. Call so, it David yeah, here, Hasselhoff. So yeah, here's the thing. It's my bedroom. You know, it's a nice bedroom. I'm fast asleep. And there's a guy that I hire for eight hours to sit in a tower and just watch me with a whistle in his mouth. And he's got to wear, he's got to wear a bathing suit. Yeah. Or, or woman, man or woman. Doesn't you matter. CJ Parker or whatever the yeah. heck it was. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you to your point. This guy could have been a murderer. He's got scissors for hands. Yeah. He's yeah. wearing all black. He's hiding out in a tower. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, he's not like an, you know, a serial killer or anything like that. It's just, he's a thing that doesn't know any better. He might accidentally kill your son. He doesn't know how to or act the dog. society, right? Yeah, right. He should, know she have asked, should she have asked her family, is it a violation that she brought him home without asking? Well, I think if she asked, the answer would have been no. Well, although, although Alan Arkin, care, no. Alan Arkin wasn't even listening, so he probably <laughs> wouldn't. Have. Sure, why not? Whatever. Sure, honey, sounds great. Yeah, Whoa. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I, what would you do if your mom brought this this person home, a guy with scissors for hands. Like, I mean, could I'd, be, you, I'd be furious. Said? I'd be furious. And if I were the one to bring him home uh, when I was living with my mom, I'm sure that the guy would have been homeless that very night. It, it's like a more extreme version of like bringing in a cat. Like, yeah. oh, I got this cat off of the side of the road, right? Like, she, she would have been better suited to like 
just keep visiting him up there and That's slowly, true. slowly acclimate him to other people and then bring him down. I do feel like she did it out of the good of her heart because I yeah. think there's debates of whether did she do it for attention because all these other people in the neighborhood were, I don't know, what do you, what do you say? Like uh, very uh, about their image, I guess is mm. is what I would say. And they're like got this gossiping thing where she brings him home and all of a sudden she's popular. So she's got some popularity. Yeah. I do think she did it out of kindness though, but she benefited from it. And I think she was happy about that. The power. Yeah. Unintentionally, right? I don't think that was her her initial intention, but mm-hmm. I feel like it gave her some notoriety in, in the town, and I and I feel like that was a maybe a benefit of of having him home. Yeah. Do you think it was a violation? I think Jay also had this in in his note to us, but like, do you think it was a violation that they were letting him sleep in the daughter's bed, and they didn't even say, "Hey, there's this guy with scissors for hands in your bed." I mean, first of all, they put him in a water bed. Like, come on, <laughs> like he should have been in the basement from the start. True. Right? They had they the pullout. Pull out they had the pullout. He was sleeping on hay, you know, up in the castle. So the pullout would have been luxurious. Yeah, he was sleeping in the fire. Or not, because the pullout sometimes is pretty pretty bad for your back sometimes. True. <laughs> but he's got a steel back, so it doesn't matter. Can I say something slightly controversial? Yeah, please. I kind of thought his bed in that castle looked kind of cozy. Yeah, but I mean, for eight hours? For a nap, a, yeah. It was, for a nap. <laughs> it, was, it was a straw bed in like a... Oh, like yeah. a gothic fireplace. It was like Bruce Wayne's fireplace. Yeah. He was sleeping in a fireplace. He was. Wait, I kind of liked it though. I don't know. Yeah. I I like that. Like he, he has like the, the full moonlight, the, the, yes. the, the roof was broken, obviously. Um, but no, you nap in that bed. You can't sleep for eight hours a day, seven days a week, 365. <laughs> Get out of here with your back. No, with yeah, my absolutely. Back, certainly not at my age right now. Yeah. No way. Yeah. She didn't ask the kids if it was okay if she brought this stranger home into their house. Winona Ryder's character wasn't there. Her younger brother was the whole time, and he was sort of making fun of him, but then I think they kind of became friends. Sure. I don't know. There's not much to talk about there, but let's talk about the relationship because you you said this in the beginning. Did she really love him? Did he love her? And was this actually love I don't know that it was. What What is your take on this? Because I, I think it's an interesting topic. It's like instant rebound, right? So she broke yeah. up with her boyfriend and he was a bad guy. We'll talk about him in the villain scale coming up. But did she fall in love with him because he got arrested? Yeah. Yes. You know, like that's, I don't get it. Like I don't get, I, I didn't see, unless there were cuts in this movie that kind of like missed part of this story. There's no reason, like, there's no logic within the film that ha- that has her falling in love with him. Like, I don't like. Do you have any argument otherwise? Because no, it, it just seems it seems so instant and so nonsensical. I think it was it was fast, but I think it's a couple things. I think it was she was feeling vulnerable because of what was going on. He's mm-hmm. like a very pure person or being, yeah, right? Sure. And I think she saw that innocence, and I think he was obsessed with her and i don't mean obsessed like in a romantic way per se mm. but i think he an had angelic, that, angelic yes kind of quality and it was the pureness yeah. of he's gonna do whatever she says and he wants to protect her like yeah. he even says at one point she's like why did you do it then he's like because you asked me to yeah. like however he says it right and i think she was like oh like her yeah, heart melted but, 
I mean, to me, this is the same relationship as as Johnny Five and uh, Michael McKean, you know, J- Davis A. Hubbins. Hey, man. You know, you can, short Circuit, too. It's you can like, love a robot. It's okay. Yeah. Johnny Five will do whatever he says because they're, they're pals. You know, it doesn't mean that he loves him and wants to, you know, find out what's under that leather there, fella. <laughs> uh, Nothing. It just, doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like she should love him as a brother or as like a family member, but for it to be romantical. Yeah, it seems a little weird. It, it seems a bit romantic. odd. It seems a bit odd to me. It was romantic because they wanted it to be romantic. Yeah. And I think what? that's mm-hmm. they they wanted it to be a romance if, movie. So so at the end of the day, they don't end up together. He kind of is like banished to the, the castle, right? Had that not happened, had he stayed in town and everybody loved Edward, like how long would that relationship have not lasted? Not very long when she realizes right? that he, you know he can't. He can't. No, if you not only I mean. he can't, it's the fact that I mean, you're talking physical. I'm, I'm even. I'm talking emotional. He's. He's. I'm telling you, he doesn't know what love is. What? It, what? He can't, the, he can't feel love. What did the psychiatrist say? Like he's incapable of. Like the, after he got arrested, mm. that guy yeah. went on the diatribe about what that was. Mm. Well, I, you asked this too. Like he was banished to the castle. Are we really to believe that she never went back up there again ever? Yeah. Why wouldn't? Yeah. Wh- she could have gone up there the next day. And was he sitting there waiting? Ex- like. Oh, she'll come and visit me now. It's like a dog. It's like a dog waiting and at the door when you go to work. Went. When you go to work, and yeah. she never went. That like, is that. That was my number one question. There is like, how come she never went back? It was ridiculous to me. The, the granddaughter asked her, um, "Why don't you? You can still go back up there now." It's like, oh, I want him to remember me like I was back then. I'm too old. <laughs> you could have went there tomorrow or the next day, or you know, wait, wait until the dead. heat dies down. No, they were too busy waiting for Jim to turn into fertilizer there for his yeah, no, you know sculptures. What? She probably she probably met another boy. That's what's what happened. I she, I think that's the case, and I don't yeah. I don't know. I think it was sort of you know when they say a summer fling. This was a yeah. Christmas fling here with a, a non human person. Was this was this Danny Zuko and uh, yeah. and Sandy? Yeah, <laughs> and Sandy. Exactly. It was a summer situation. dreams ripped at the seams. That's what it was. Oh. I don't think it could have ever worked. And and I, I think it was interesting. I, I just don't think it could have ever worked. But I'm appalled. I'm appalled. Disgusted, disgusted by the fact that she likely never went back. I mean, unless yeah. unless we she did and we didn't see it. Mm. Like you think she went back next week? Well, no? if if she did, she stopped then. Because yeah, clearly true. that's, you know, she didn't, you know, continue. Maybe that's why and yeah. he so he doesn't age, right? That's the other thing. He seems immortal. Like, yeah, he seems immortal. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So it's a Peter Pan situation too, on top of everything yeah, which, else, which is also sad. Yeah, inherently, it is. It's yeah. sad. So no matter what, his creator was going to die, and 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 he wasn't. What I want to know is who's his ice guy. Yeah, that, I was, dude. <laughs> where's he getting the blocks of <laughs> where's ice? Where's he getting those blocks of ice from? <laughs> like those those are not those are not easy to find. I wrote that in my notes. Like you got to pay big bucks for that. Yeah, and. And like, where, where, where are they? I assume they're in like California. It's in a place that doesn't snow. They say, I I think the movie was actually formed and filmed in Florida is where. Yeah. So like, like, how did that, how's he keeping this stuff cold, man? How's he keeping this stuff cold? I can't get over her voice. Like it snows when it, like she sounds like she's old Winona. Old Winona. It's just, can we get somebody better? Like, you know, you know, you know why it didn't sound good is because she's 19 years old and she, yeah. you know, he, they asked her to play a 90 year old woman, get an old lady to play an yeah. old lady. Yes. Come on. Like if Titanic had a ridiculous young lady, Titanic would not have been as good as it was. Imagine if Kate Winslet was asked yeah. to play 80 years old, like in old ridiculous. lady makeup. Come on. Been, like, been and, and she's, 
I'm not saying Winona Ryder is a bad actress, but yeah. come on. Let's let's Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if that actually was Kate Winslet and like we didn't even know? <laughs> And, and that actually, the power of James was Cameron, Kate, Kate Winslet, and old lady makeup. James Cameron invented yeah. like an aging pill so that he can do whatever he, can, he wants. He can do it. He so can do whatever he wants. Well, let, let's talk about Jim because I don't know if he should be on the. I think we should put him on the scale. We we should do it. It's the the, the original boyfriend. Sure. I, I'll I, go on record as saying he's not a great villain, but let's we'll we'll, we'll villain scale him. See where he stands, but I yeah. think we know he's not going to score well here. And I I, yeah. I know in a bunch of the emails we got to, I I know a lot of people were saying that he probably wasn't actually a villain, I think yeah. to your right. It's, your point. It's easiest easiest way to talk about him. So let's we'll fit him But into let's this let's do it that way. Okay. So you got Jim who's played by Anthony Michael Hall and and he is the boyfriend and if you're new to the show, we have a villain scale. It's the four major categories, 1 through 5. For each of them, we'll score him 1 to 5. We'll see where he stands up. You got looker style Hideout or layer, plan and henchman. Let's start with Looker style. What do you think, Badway? I, I I don't know. He looks like a typical bully to me. He's got a leather jacket that says "Mom" on one lapel or like <laughs> side, and "Dad" on the other side. Like I don't even know what's up with that. I don't get it. Does he get points, or does he get points taken away for that? I I didn't know if it was like a punk thing, like like a rebel. Like I'm so cool that I don't care that I have my mom and dad on my thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that flew in 1990, but he did have a leather jacket on and I don't know. He was kind of a geek acting like a tough guy to me. Did he seem like because, a fake tough guy? But is that because you see him as the characters that he's played in other movies? Cause I thought he actually true. looked pretty tough because yeah, he was unhinged. Like, was he big or did he just seem big? Like he seemed like a muscular guy, but I don't know if he really was. And if I'm being honest, if I'm looking through his t-shirt, I saw some flabby man boobs. I didn't yeah. see, I didn't see muscular pecs, I, you know? But I don't know that I, that matters. Like, I think that like he was going to punch you anyway. And Edward yeah. was going to go down like a rock. Be, mm-hmm. I mean, although he has scissors for hands. So he, uh, we, as we see, but, he, but he like, he, he's not, he's no qualms of, of starting a fight. Right. And he's been drinking in the back yeah. of a, a van yeah. With 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 his friend, he made him. I mean, we'll talk about it in a second. But like he, his looking style, he looked like a good bully. He mm. looked like he could blend in. So here's here's where I think he's he's good, and this is where he gets some respect. He's a bully, but he doesn't look so bullyish that the dad's not going to let her him date the daughter. He can be nice to the. Parents. That's what I'm saying. Okay, even though he, the dad's not uh, again. The dad's not listening. Right. Dad doesn't care. He's the not caring. He's not like, listening. He, does, he doesn't listen yeah. to anything. But the mom, right? So he can fool mm. the neighborhood into thinking yeah. that he's a good guy. So by that, he almost has to disguise. Yeah. So so she goes in and tells her parents, oh, you know, I broke up with Jim. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. He, he, seemed, like a nice, nice he seemed like a nice boy. Yes. Yeah, I get you. I get That's you. why I think he doesn't get like a one. Yeah. I think I want to go with a two because he has that. And he doesn't have his own van. He doesn't yeah. have that. We'll talk about it in a second, but yeah, I feel like the van, maybe his friend's van, which maybe is part of the layer, but like it's sort of an accessory, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he has the jacket. Yeah. Like I say it too. The beer know. cans within the van are what, his yeah. accessory. What, what say you two? Yeah, two. We'll give him a two. Okay. Yeah. Now what about his layer? Because he, yeah. he doesn't seem like he's welcome in his own house. No, his layer is his friend's flame van, which <laughs> is admittedly pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. The flames make it. <laughs> the flames make the van black van with flames in the front yeah i thought it was actually pretty cool yeah. i i, I it's thought iconic it was pretty like cool. i've always remembered it it's iconic that was cool 
but he doesn't have much else to his name. He's not allowed in his dad's room, right? Like, yeah. It's right. locked out. Yeah. I don't think he has much else. I mean, is that a one because he doesn't own the van? It's not his. It, the only kind of owns it because he bosses his friend around well, to drive him wherever he wants. So maybe two. He, he has he has full autonomy to like guide the van wherever he desires. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go two. Not I'm, I'm even willing to go three. You want to go three? The flames kind of give it more. Yeah, let's go yeah. three. <laughs> Whether he owns it or not, like he, you know, he owns he owns the friend. Yeah. So he owns he the friend own that the owns friend. the van. He owns the friend that owns the van. The guy has no spine, so. Yeah. Now, th- this yeah. is where you got to help me out here. What is right. this dude's plan? <laughs> his plan is very simple, Drew. His plan is to steal money from his dad so he could buy a bank bus. <laughs> That's all he wants. <laughs> he wants to buy his own van so he can drive his girlfriend to, to a secluded area and have sex with her. That's, in, that's in the, a mattress that's in the back, right? With a mattress in the back, babe. So he doesn't want and the she friend was, to drive. And she was all for it, too. She's like, yeah, mattress in the back. But does he want his friend to drive it around? And then no. he... No, it's not, not <laughs> literally like the bang buster. <laughs> He's already got one of those. Yeah, yeah. He wants his own bus. <laughs> he wants to remove the friend from the equation. <laughs> Why does he just take the van from his friend? He's willing to steal money he from probably, his dad. He probably could bully him into getting the keys. He probably could. He, he should just take that van and say, yeah. this is mine now. Yeah, this is mine. I'm going to borrow the van. No, I need it to go to work. No, sorry. I'm taking I need it. this to yeah. bang my girlfriend. So yeah. I, oh, it's more important, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's a very bad plan in my but opinion. That's, but yeah, that's that's the whole point of this character is he wants to buy a bang mobile. <laughs> and I, and Winona Ryder's in on it. She's like, yeah, let's get, we, you need a car. Yeah, sure. I, I, <laughs> she's, not have, in on the, she's not in on the robbery, but she's in on the right. idea of him getting the car. Have they done that in the other guy's van? Probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm assuming, right? A- absolutely. What are you get- And the friend's always mad, but never does anything about it. Is this a pathetic plan or the genius plan? Like, is it a one or a five? It's got to be it's like- kind of both. It's kind of weird. Like, it's <laughs> kind of both. I mean, the, the the stealing from the dad part is pathetic because he had he had zero plan other than use Edward's lock picking skills. That's all. <laughs> it's pathetic. That's that's the only like thought that was put into it. He, of all once he got things. once he got into the quote unquote room vault, he had no idea what to do. Of all the things to do. Like, yeah. get the hell out of here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I feel it's, like it's got to be a one. He fails. It's a two. It's a two. All right. Because well, I respect that it's so simple as like, you know, horny teenager. His end teenager. goal His end goal is have sex with a girlfriend. In that way, it's pure and innocent. Yeah. And maybe it's genius mm-hmm. for it. I, I, I'll, I'll allow it. I think it's the two. two is good. It's a two. So the henchman, right? Like, yeah. is that his friend? Yeah. And, and that's probably also a two. The driver. <laughs> it's his driver. So it's like he drives wherever he wants. They're drunk. He makes him drive drunk. The friend doesn't put up much of a fight. He drives drunk, almost knocks over a kid. You know, but he has full control over that over that guy. So he's a henchman. I, I also think it was funny because you said full control. I mean, he made the guy drive drunk. And the guy's like, don't make me drive. Um, like they were blasted. Mm. Like blasted. Blasted. And he made him drive him drunk. Like of all the neighborhoods that are walkable. Yeah. Yes. Like this place is this the place. most walkable neighborhood I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it looked like it was three blocks big. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he made him drive and he was driving like a maniac. Like, yeah. He was, yeah. He was driving like blackout. Like he was blackout. <laughs> Which was absolutely ridiculous. Curb to curb. 
Imagine knocking over mailboxes and, and garbage cans. And by the way, the kid didn't look when he was crossing the street. He, uh, yeah, he, he crossed diagonally too, and that's a whole thing, but still. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. We'll we go to, so if you look, if you add this up, we'll recap it here. You got a two for look and style, a three for his hideout and his lair, a two for his plan, and a two for his henchman. That gives him, what, a nine out of 20? Which is higher than he should get, but. It, it is higher, it is but. Not a strong score. The, the bus, the bus is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's up there with Richie Madano from, from out for justice. There's a bunch of nines, by the way, we got, we, yeah. we had uh Kelly stone, poison Ivy, Richie Madano, the general from lethal weapon, Jim, and he's right under Mr. Freeze. And he, he's right above Taka Takahashi from Johnny mnemonic and chief Devlin from excessive force. So yeah, it, I mean, nine is a score you get when, when you have a, it's like, Everybody gets something, right? It's a it's a bad villain score. It's somehow he's he's better than than some of these other guys, but man, he, he's better than the I know what you de- did last summer. I don't know. We got to recalibrate this. <laughs> no, it's probably it's probably right. It's probably right. <laughs> Just right. oh my god. So I I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? Maybe we can recap it with like, did it hold up as as good as you thought? No, yeah. It's just the fact that I still really liked it, but I just thought it was a little bit worse than I remembered. So I, I've watched this movie a ton of times between the ages of like maybe eight and 20, say. And then I haven't seen it since 20, probably. So yeah. long gap. Still really enjoyed it. Had a lot of memories from it. A lot of distorted memories from it. Ultimately, just not as good as I remembered it. Just because with my mature eyes, I just didn't care for the romance aspect of it because it made no sense. But still, still a great movie. Still, yeah. still a great movie. I yeah. liked it a lot. I thought I, I, I held up to me. I thought it was yeah. good. I liked Johnny Depp's performance. I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Mm. And something that I didn't enjoy when I was watching this younger was Alan Arkin. And and right. now I did. Didn't and that was like, it. yeah, who could appreciate it if you're if you're ten years old? I really, really loved his character throughout this mm. whole movie. Like how yeah. oblivious he was, and I thought that mm. he was. He was awesome, and I, yeah. I I loved that part of it, and I just thought it was good. Although it was sad, like I said, it was yeah. sad, but I, I felt like I I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely curious what you guys think. If you enjoyed this thing, send us an email. Um, we'll be back in in two weeks. So we mentioned this on our last episode. We're gonna have our annual now new annual right last row movie awards. So we've been hard at work on these things. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pull together the categories. And this year, I think last year we put a ballot out and it was a little bit late. I think we put it out with a movie. So what I think we're going to wind up doing is in, in either in the show notes here, or you'll see it all over our social channels. So make sure you follow us at the last row pod, the last row podcast.com. Check it out. We're going to put a ballot out with the different categories that we have for the last row movie awards. And the episode will be on Thursday, January 26th. So it'll be the episode in two weeks from what you hear from now. And I want to know what everybody else is. So we'll probably have like viewers choice or, or listeners choice of, of winners. And then you'll, you'll get our winners mm-hmm. too, but uh, we'll go through just like we did last year. And it's going to be all the movies that we did this past year. And we'll see how they, how they shake out. Yeah, I'm, I'm our, kind of excited about this one with our, uh, with our patented categories. Um, not your typical award show, obviously, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think you're going to like it. If you, if you remember last year's, yeah, it'll be more of the same, but better. 
Yeah. You know, the Nicolas Cage Acting Clinic Award, the Terry yeah. Silver Villain of the Year yeah. Award, and you mentioned Bad Father. It's Peter McAllister. Be, yeah. Peter McAllister, Bad Father of the Year. Yeah. Maybe he'll win his own award. I mean, we did yeah. do Home Alone, so yeah. we have to see how that certainly, shakes out. He's certainly, he's certainly eligible this year. So. <laughs> yeah, most eligible. So. so, yeah, but check it out. Check out the show notes. And check out our social channels at The Last Row Pod. Like I mentioned, send us an email, the last row podcast at gmail.com. Leave an episode on, uh, leave a comment on this episode's page for either the YouTube post or the episode's post on the website. And, and check us out on Facebook. And we'll be back in two weeks with The Last Row Podcast Movie Awards on January 26th. And we'll see you guys then. See you. See you. you know what we missed is uh, you ever see Edward Forty Hands? People. <laughs> I always thought that's so dumb when people do that. It, it, it's like duct, it duct so tape dumb. the 40s to your hands. Did you ever do that? I never did. No, no. I never did, and I have no desire to do it. If I, if I drank a 40, because when I drink something, like it's it's gone, whether it's it be gone. water or beer or whatever, because I'm a, I'm a gulper. You attach a 40 to my hands, I'm just going to chug it. And just, yeah. There's another kind of. Pretty sure, actually, I'm pretty sure it exists. Does it? Pretty sure it is.